Hey. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate taking your time out and coming on here. How you been? Absolutely. How you been? Are you like back on set and everything? I am. Yeah, I've been working on a movie recently, so it's been really fun, distracting me from all of the chaos in the world. I guess. <laughs> what? Well, is it? Um, you can't even tell us what it's about, huh? <laughs> um, I mean. It's a Netflix film. I can say that. Okay. Um, they had to release like a thing because there was paparazzi that took behind the scenes and they were like, we have to make a statement. But um, it's a new Netflix film. It's a fantasy film. It'll be out next year. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. You're from um, Venezuela, but you grew up in uh, Toronto? No, I actually grew up in Venezuela. And you moved to, when did you move to Canada? I was almost 15. 15 did you that's yeah. when, when did you start acting like in Venezuela or no honestly like perf- like when I really took on acting um it was right out of high school when I pursued it like I wanted to pursue it professionally so it kind of like it was a long journey I mean I always loved performing and since I was little I loved like, singing and dancing and doing things like that like I was not afraid to do any of that so I think when I moved to Canada that's when it became really real you, that I could pursue it as a career. So what, you're like 18 now. So you really did it. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing back to back show. That's crazy. Did you like, ever know, like think you'd wild. be like, yo, like, did you ever think like, yo, I'd be doing this? Da, 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 da. Oh, every day. I'm like, <laughs> okay, when is the surprise coming? Like it is, it's very surreal. I, there was points in my life where I didn't think it would be possible for an immigrant Latina to pursue acting and actually make it and have it be like her full-time job it sounds like a trick or, or a lie like it just no, that's yeah, great. That's congratulations that's, that's thank amazing. you <laughs> so do you remember like your first like ever like acting gig yeah yeah, yeah was it was that? a commercial oh. it was a commercial for bell five and it was so short I didn't even have any words in it but I remember that I was in Toronto and I got the call and they were flying me out to Montreal and they put me up in a hotel. A limo picked me up in, in the airport. I was like, is this the life? Like, am I jumping into it right now? But no, like my first year of acting, it was like, I did just a bunch of commercials. It was like how I was able to get experience and get confident and be able to like focus on acting only. When was like your first like gig that you knew that was like, oh, this is like really serious. Like, oh, this is like a profession. Probably Orphan Black. I had a, I had like two episodes on that. And that was my first big show that I ever booked. Um, it was season five. And like, it is a big show. Like everybody knows freaking yeah. Orphan Black. And I was like, oh my gosh, even that audition process, it was really difficult. It was like very grounded. And I got to meet the director, Helen Shaver, and she just had amazing things to say about me in the audition. She was like, you're amazing. Even they told me, they were like, you're too young and beautiful for the part, but like, don't quit acting. <laughs> and next thing you know, I booked the role. So that was huge for me. It, it meant to me that I could book something bigger than just like a one-liner in a show, you know, like that was the start of me gaining a lot more confidence in what I was able to do. I know I saw like an interview of yours. You were talking about like self, um, self, uh, my best self, self uh, dissertation, everything. Like uh, you just like been a, like, what, what do you think about like your like audition taste before, like at, around that time to like now? Oh like, yeah. The growth has been immense. The 
I think I've learned to just let go a lot more. I surrender to trusting my instincts instead of having to do an audition over and over and over and over and over again. I know now what I offer. And I also know that even at my worst, I'm still really great. And if it's meant for me, it will be. So honestly, like the biggest growth that I've found is that I trust myself a lot more in my choices that I make as an actor. So what would be like three tips for somebody that like wants to do like audition tape that have never done it before? Like what would you give them? Well, there's the technical side and then there's the emotional side. Like to be able to do self tapes at home, make sure that you have a really great light. I use one single LED on a tripod. Um, you don't even need a professional camera. I use my iPhone to record, like you put it on landscape on a tripod. So like have a blank wall, have good lighting and good video so that they can see you. That's on the technical side, like invest in having a good way to record yourself and send material. And then on the other side is like, don't try to compare yourself to what other people are doing. Acting is such a personal journey. It really is. Like you have to trust that you are human. And therefore, if you are open and vulnerable, they're going to see you. And that's what they're looking for. They're looking for someone who is willing to open up and be real with them and authentic. So put yourself at the center of your work. That's probably my biggest advice. No, no, that's yeah. good. So now you're on the show called Jupiter Legacy. I don't know if you can Yes. <laughs> Look at that. I got, got the, the, the limited edition. <laughs> you. That's amazing. <laughs> so like, how, what, what was your first moment when you like, yo, I'm about to, I got this role. Like, what was that like? <laughs> Honestly, I... I hadn't even read the scripts or anything by then. Like when I booked it, I didn't know the impact or how big it was or anything. Like I didn't know anything about Jupiter's legacy or Mark Whiteley. Like I didn't know anything. I, I was just kind of like, oh, cool. A Netflix series. At the time I was being offered this other show that was like a six month project and like really far away. So I was like, well, I think I'm just going to stay in Toronto and like work on this. And you know, like, it wasn't like a huge thing for me. Like for me, it was like, cool, you have a three episode arc, there's this thing and like, that's great. But when I was part of it, I realized like the budget that they had, the actors that were involved, like when you book a show, like they don't tell you anything. You don't know anything about the script or the actors who's in it, who's not. So really you're just kind of in the dark until later, right? <laughs> Even now, like I watched the first episode last week and I am so shocked and impressed. Like I still find it hard to believe that I was a part of this, to be honest. Like, and that took two years to know because you don't know what you're part of until it premieres and you're like, whoa, because that's when you see how people react to it and their opinion and like how they love it. Like as an actor, like for me, it's my job. Like I I literally 2019, I worked on so many projects that. I can't even tell you, like, I was just kind of going with emotions and being like, yep, I'm working, I'm working, I gotta pay my bills, I got my life, like, <laughs> it's like you're a doctor, or you're like a teacher, like, you know, when it's your job, it's your job, you don't know how big it's gonna be when you're doing it. I think for me, I'm just always grateful to be working, and I had a ton of fun working on that set, like, I love the people in it so did you go back yeah. and read like uh mark miller's like comic books uh for i have people? yeah i've read a lot of it actually my one of my castmans uh morgan who plays jack frost he had the the comic books that he would bring to set and he always sends us like screenshots of it and stuff and i know that there's a lot of um similarities in it like there's a lot of stuff that's in the comic book that they actually included in the series so that's really cool to see 
<laughs> so um, you play Neutrino, Neutrino Gab, I don't know, Gabriella, Gab- Gabriella. Oh, it's Gabriella? Oh, it's totally, yeah. Uh, to- okay, yeah. That's <laughs> so like, what are like some similarities between you and your character? Well, to be honest, I haven't even seen the show yet. Like, oh, yeah, I was at work today. I haven't. Um, so I don't even want to ruin the show for me. I mean, from the scenes that I've been on and that I've played is like, she is loyal to her people, her friends. Um, she doesn't take bullshit from anybody. Like she doesn't care about being popular or being in the union for her. You know, she's seen as like the criminal or the villains, like part of the show, but I think she's just in the right side of history. Um, you know, it's either you're being told what to do or you create your own path. And that's kind of who she is. Did you um, see the scene with you and Elena? I know I haven't seen anything. I've seen episode one. <laughs> Don't ruin the show for me. No, I'm ready. Yeah, but I just scratched all this. Seeing three just, tomorrow. I have to scratch um, all those questions. No. <laughs> no, like literally, I, I was at work. It just premiered like a few hours ago. I have had people text me and they're like, I, I finished it. And I'm like, how? How? <laughs> Um, I'm not a huge binger and like I'm what I'm gonna be watching it with my partner too so it's not like I can stay up till all hours watching it because we want to watch it together so I'm milking it I'm making sure that I'm like taking one episode a day kind of thing and I know that's kind of crazy when you have a show out but um it's gonna be the first time I'm watching it so it's gonna be very special so like what would like how do you feel to be part of like a superhero like film like or not film but like tv show like because there's like the boy I love um, it like so how was I like know, on I mean, set? Like, did you guys do anything like crazy on set or like the action scenes? I mean, working with wires and green screen was new for me. I had never done that before, like doing stunts like that. So that was really fun um, and painful. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts to be on wires and like your weight is taking you up and they're just, you're just flying in the air and being up there for a long period of time. Like it is not easy. So it's just kind of like learning a new skill. And I hope to do it more because it was really cool, actually. Do you have any, like, behind-the-scenes stories, funny ones, or, like, good moments, whatever you can share with people? I mean, so many. Like, the first time that I was on set, actually, um, I believe it was an overnight shoot, and we literally were up all night. They They had shut down a big portion of Toronto's downtown, and we were just out there with our big lights and all of these people around, and it was a big stunt scene um, in the show. It's like when we're in the van and we're driving around and it's the moment where Elena like stops the van and we get out and there's like this whole fight scene sequence. So that took us, I think, two or three I days. I think that's the sequence I was, I was just about to ask you about. Yeah. Like, yeah and that was like the first thing that we ever did. And I was like, <laughs> this is really intense. And there's a lot of people around and there's a lot of lights. This feels like huge Hollywood. Like, you know, like I had never been a part of anything like that. So I was just like, Ah, this is so cool and I just I just had fun with my friends like we had just met recently like none of us knew each other before this so it was just a great way to hang out pre-covid obviously when everybody could just like hang out did you show the rest of your cast members around Toronto I mean it's covid so no but yeah. uh, our hutch gang like we do have a group chat and we are really close friends yeah so how was like filming like back into like being in Toronto and filming like, how was that I always shoot here that's you know, you, you, of Toronto. Oh, so you shot everything in Toronto? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. I thought, oh, that's... Yeah, it's from a <laughs> studio here in Pinewood. Do your research. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, the, it was shot here, so... And I live here. I 
I'm based out of here and all of the stuff that I do mostly is out of Toronto. Oh, that's amazing. So yeah. um, I don't want to spoil anything for Jupiter Legacy. You got all these questions down, so I don't want to spoil anything for you. <laughs> so I'm going uh, to <laughs> Uh, there's a season two for Ginny and George. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, where, where I'm you not, super you proud of the team. Like, I was just home and uh, Deborah Fisher and Sarah Lampert texted me and they were like, just so you know, there's a season two. Netflix is going to make an announcement tomorrow. That was like on a Sunday. And honestly, I wasn't surprised. Ginny no, and George yeah. broke every record. Like, if yeah. they didn't get a season two, I think people would have been like, boycott netflix but i'm so proud of them they truly deserve everything that's coming to them because it was it did so well and I, i'm so happy to have been a part of it no you and your character uh, uh your character um sophia and sarah's character uh, maxine like they have like a beautiful dynamic um like in the show like and it's like they don't like in some shows you see like like characters like yours like just they're like being sexualized and everything but yours is like is this like a real relationship? Like, how do you, like, can you speak on that? Yeah, I mean, I think the show did a really good job and uh, the over-sexualization of teens happens a lot on TV shows and it can be very uncomfortable and done in a way that isn't like tactical and it doesn't yeah. do any favor to the relationship. Whereas I think Ginny and Georgia focused on the intimacy between people and how relationships develop. And I think that's a really great way to it's it's just an example i think yeah, it's great for kids to seeing, see that yeah sometimes i'd be seeing shows and i'm like okay that's i didn't need to see that but like i like how your, like your dynamics is like amazing like that uh will we be seeing like like more of your guys's like story in season two i guess we'll see i know <laughs> nothing they don't tell me shit <laughs> but stay tuned i guess i don't know anything at this point <laughs> i really don't uh, was there any like um cutout scenes that you guys like did that you really wanted to be in the show from season one? No, everything was included. Oh, every- oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's could- amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if you could switch characters from um Jeannie and George, um, which other person would you switch with? Definitely Georgia. And we're like actually really close in age because I'm almost 30. So like I feel like I could play a character like that if I wasn't seen as a teenager. Um, because I'm I think she's so powerful. I love her character so much. She did an incredible job with that. But my dream is to have a role like that to sink my teeth into. Do you have a favorite um like scene from Georgia personally? Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about that, so come back to me. But all of them, yeah. I don't like, even one know. my favorite ones was um uh, uh when she went like when she played the um the store clerk <laughs> did you see that uh, when she like went remember she went to the store clerk and then she was like hey it was the shoes he didn't put it oh right <laughs> oh my god yeah that's good no and that's her thing like she commits to everything that she does right so she can com- she can manipulate and lie and have it seem like truth and she's not a bad person she's just been through like really traumatic experiences so she's learned to be this like chameleon and I love that I love those kind of characters that you know they they just have a lot that they've been through and this is who they are now and it's so fun to play like I'm sure she had a blast playing Georgia like damn <laughs> how has how has your life changed since um since the show is it like nothing has changed <laughs> <laughs> I mean we're in a pandemic but it's kind of 
interesting because in real life, we would be having parties and meeting people and we would have so much exposure and things like that. But like, I've just been home. Like the show came out and I've been home. So it's been a really beautiful personal journey for me where it's not about people watching the show and like the love of it, but instead it's me going on a walk alone with my dog and being like, wow, my show premiered today. And that's what today was for me with Jupiter's Legacy. I was alone at home. I woke up just a regular day my show just happens to premiere and all I'm doing is going for a walk to the park with my dog. There's nobody around me. And it's like, I'm just having a moment of gratefulness, but like physically, like my life hasn't changed. I'm still auditioning, still looking for my next job. The only thing that has happened is that more people know who I am. Like I've gained more followers and things like that, but like, that isn't a huge change for me. It just means that I have a bigger platform to continue to show who I am, but I'm still the same person. I mean, you know, like it's kind of interesting that the pandemic has kind of done that. Like I'm in the same situation as most people, which is Toronto is in a state of emergency. We're still on lockdown. Nothing is open. You're not able to like, we're still on stay at home orders. Right. So I'm just the same person. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it from behind closed doors, which is something that would never happen if it was not COVID. Right. We would be like, out and sharing and collaborating and hugging and congratulating and it's just kind of all been done from your phone which is uh interesting I, I'm sure that we'll look back to this time and and kind of appreciate it too that we never get time alone to appreciate what we've done and be grateful for it so what's like the first thing you want to do when everything like opens back up um go to the beach <laughs> <laughs> literally like go on a vacation and travel like get on a plane and travel and like not have to worry about being sick just losing the anxiety of being sick but I think it's going to be a long time before that so I just don't want to live in fear of not being able to be me I was like seeing like the fans reaction I know like a lot of people love your character it was incredible I mean honestly one of the main reasons I do this is for them um they feel inspired they feel seen and represented on screen and that means so much to me because I never really had that growing up so to be an immigrant Latina who's queer who is having roles in big platforms like this it shows younger audiences that like it is possible and they can follow their dreams and that they can live their truth without shame and my characters have a way of doing that they love who they love and they they have no shame in a way like it's huge for me. So to be like an idol or be looked up to, to be an inspiration, it means a lot because it continues to show me that, or like it pushes me to be a better version of myself and to continue sharing truthfully. It's really nice. Yeah, they're amazing. Like their artwork (laughs) is incredible. Like their fan art, the videos that they make, their music that they're making, like I think I art so inspires much, art. You know, so just, amazing. This morning alone, I was like, oh my, they're like really, I said, like, y'all should be like, have your art in the museum or something. <laughs> no, they're amazing. And, and that's what I think it does. Like art inspires creativity. And that's the cycle that I want. I don't want this to just exist and people are like, cool. I want them to feel inspired to do their own art. So that means a lot to me. Um, so you're on like two Netflix shows right now, I believe. Um, so excluding those two um, Netflix shows, if you could be on like, what are like your top five Netflix shows? And not even Netflix. Like I want to be on an HBO show. Hi, HBO. If you're here listening. Hi, <laughs> um, 
um, I just want to be part of something that is like, I want, I want something that is gritty and that has a lot of depth. Like my dream is to, to have my own show and to be the number one in a show. Like it's definitely something I'm working towards. So to work with, you know, Amazon prime or HBO or stars or, um, Netflix is amazing. I'm sure I'll continue working with them, but it's about the quality of the work that I'm doing rather than like who I'm working with. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's a very personal journey, which is I want to take on roles that challenge me that aren't just the same thing um, over and over and over again. Right. I don't want to just be known as like the sassy queer girl on screen. Like I want to have layers and I want to keep growing. And I'm sure that that will come because as I get older, I won't always be able to play those same roles. Um, so it's exciting for me. Like I just, as, as, as long as I keep evolving as an actor and as a person, those roles will come at the right time. I'm very excited. Yeah. Do you like, I know you just mentioned you want to be like in a number, like you want to be the number one role and everything. Do you like have like a certain like story for like, you know, there's like certain books or something, or is it like a certain thing you want to do? I don't. I mean, I would love to be a part of like a really awesome sci-fi show because it's one of my favorite genres or like even horror or like psychological thriller, something that's like darker um, because I feel like those characters that are often facing struggles or have a chip on their shoulder or they have trauma, like they're just, it's something I want to dig into that isn't just like everything's cool, I'm fine, like happy. Um, I want to have a character that just has like a big transformation. So I think that's what I want. So, like, what was, like, you talk about horror, like, what was some of, like, your favorite, like, horror films growing up? Growing up, I mean, actually, I used to watch horror movies since I was little. Like, I grew up on Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and all the Chucky movies. Um, But I've literally seen everything. Not everything, obviously, but, like, everything that's very mainstream and that's, like, known. Like, if you go through Amazon Prime, like, I've probably seen all of those movies (laughs) I literally watch one every single day before bed. I'm crazy. Like, just that's what I love. Was there like it's a really <laughs> was there like a whole a horror film that you watched um, when you were younger that like haunts you today? Cause I know like fi- like Final Destination is not horror for me. Oh, but Final to- Destination is so good. It haunts me. Like I can't like, <laughs> drive by like you know the logs and everything. Those big trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't like drive by it. Or like there's some things I'm like, yo, like y'all really ruined my life. I get. I Fair. Get- <laughs> oh. And that's the thing. Like I don't get scared. They don't actually scare me. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't watch them. I guess. But there's something about exploring fear in film that has a lot to do with like human nature, and our insecurities or like something we're trying to discover like hereditary when I watched it I was like that was fabulous it was one of the most impactful scary movies that I've seen because it had to do with mental health it had to do with family it had to do with like navigating your own insecurities and fears and I think that's brilliant like when when a film can do that I'm like I want that so cool (laughs) is there like a horror film that you like like to see remade that you actually would probably be part of Ooh, I'd like to see more like uh, folklore movies. Like I know they've done like La Llorona and Chupacabra is coming. Like they're kind of like these Latin American folklore stories that are being made into film. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't know that I know of any kind of like stories that haven't been made because they have been made. I love um, 
the conjuring series like anything that has to do with supernatural i really love or like sinister those are great and the saw movies and a new one is coming out may 14th is gonna be out so i'm like waiting for that one <laughs> did you watch um uh did you watch supernatural you just have you the heard show of yeah the show yeah i have heard of it but i've never seen it oh, i've seen some episodes because my friends have been on it but i haven't seen like the whole series no no, it's it's amazing stuff. Um, oh, YouTube, the Utopia Falls. Um, do you guys hear about, about season two? We have not. Everything is kind of in limbo. Well, it also hasn't been canceled, so I truly don't know. You know. No. <laughs> oh, what are some similarities between you and uh, Sophia and Brooklyn? I mean, I guess the main one is that they love freely without labels and without like any shame behind it um they're both very confident I do tend to play those kind of characters they're confident they know what they want they're honest um they're willing to kind of face their fears and tackle them and I think the reason I keep booking stuff like that is because that's who I am too as a person I truly feel like at the center of all of my characters there's a big part of me in all of them so out of like Jupiter Legacy, um, Jenny and George and Utopia Falls, which one were you like first nervous on? Like when you like really nervous on when you like stepped on set or were you not nervous at all? I never get really nervous, to be honest. That's not a part of my work because I think nervousness comes from feeling like I'm not prepared. And I'm the opposite of that. I prepare really, really well. Uh, for me, it's mostly um when I'm entering into something new, like when I did Utopia Falls was probably the first experience of being a series regular, which means I'm in every single episode and I'm being used for the entirety of the show. I had never experienced that before. And not just in acting, I also had to go to dance rehearsal and I also had to go into a studio to record music. So all of those were brand new for me. So it's not like I got scared or nervous. It's just that I needed to know how to keep uh, the right energy level, how to make sure that I kept myself sane and healthy and fed and hydrated while doing all of these things all at once. So for me, it's just kind of like not knowing how to prepare for taking on all of those roles. Um, but I honestly don't get nervous. Like for me, when I book the job, I'm like, cool, it's mine. I'm going to do my best job ever. But like, I think um, I don't let fear rule me. Which one were you like, so were you like excited? Like which one were you more excited to step on step for? Oh, definitely Utopia Falls. It was my first lead. Nothing will ever be that feeling of getting the lead in a show. So yeah. like, how do you like, what listen, what music do you like? What, like, where are like five artists you listen to before like you step on set or even get to the trailer? Uh, I don't have that you know there's actors that are like this is the music I listen to um I'm not that person I don't even make playlists like I literally I am a shuffle person I go to my liked music and I shuffle and whatever comes on like I listen to it if I don't like it I skip but I don't make uh playlists when I like get ready I guess I listen to a lot of Spanish music um pumps me up I really enjoy it if you could um like work with an actor or actress like in the industry right now, who would it be? Or you can name like three, four, five people if you need to. Again, I don't have a list. There's a lot of people who I admire, but one of the people would be probably Gina Rodriguez. Um, she's making huge leaps in 
Hollywood being a Latina actor as well. Um, and Shamir Anderson, like they're working together in a movie and he's also from Toronto and I would love to work with him. Um, it's very inspiring to see Canadian actors like make it and follow their dreams. Um, do you plan on doing like writing and directing as well? I don't have a plan, but I want to. <laughs> right now, I guess I'm focusing on acting, but I would love to create one day for sure and direct. I think I would be really good at it. And before I let you go, what are five things you can, um, like, what are five things, like, five advice, or five things, <laughs> I'm so sorry. what are five things you can say to, like, actors, like, um, coming up and everything, like, just probably, like, just struggling right now to, like, make it? Well, first of all, a lot of patience is required for this industry, um, and it's such an individual journey that, um, you know, don't compare yourself, that's probably number one follow your gut, follow your intuition, like train, make sure that you keep yourself sharp in your skills. Um, trust your instincts. Like you are human. So therefore you are able to, to be an actor and to follow that dream. Like don't let anybody else tell you that you can't do something. Only you are allowing yourself to do something or not. Um, have fun. Honestly, like sometimes we get into this industry and it's really overwhelming and we're working really hard and we're like stressed out, but like, you have to remember that at the core of it all, like we're making movies, we're not saving lives. So just find the fun in it. I think when people see you enjoy your work, it's also enjoyable to watch. Um, even in auditions, like people get stressed out and they're like, I just want it to be good. And I'm like, are you enjoying yourself? Like, are they seeing you really lose yourself in the role? So like, don't forget about the fun of it all. Like, where is the game in all of this? Um, and lastly, I don't even know if that was five, but like these are things that I constantly <laughs> that remind though. myself of. Uh, just remember that this isn't who you are. Your career isn't everything that you do. To be an actor, you have to experience life. So make sure that you are balancing yourself with other things, you know, make sure that you continue learning and growing and experiencing life and not just get sucked up into like the world of acting. And I have to remind myself of that too, that like acting isn't my identity. It is what I do and it's what I love, but it isn't all of me. Uh, thank you so much for talking to me today. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <and my. laughs> thank you so much.